Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. KYW Original Podcasts. It's a football Friday in the Delaware Valley as the Eagles are getting ready to play the Pittsburgh Steelers Sunday afternoon at Heinz Field. I have Ray Didinger to preview that matchup. Uh, Ray, before we get to that matchup, and you know what I'm getting to here, um, last night, Thursday night football, Philadelphia was very focused in on its former quarterback, Nick Foles, once again beating Tom Brady in comeback fashion. Um, I'm sure you watched the game. What was your reaction to Foles once again beating Brady? Uh, I was happy for him. I was happy for him. You know, um, I mean, who doesn't love Nick Foles? Who in Philadelphia doesn't love Nick Foles? And who in Philadelphia isn't rooting for Nick Foles? So, yeah, I was I was really happy for him. Uh, you know, he's had he's had the strangest kind of career. I mean, he's been around. He's bounced around from city to city, and he's never had much success anywhere outside of Philadelphia. Uh, but he's got a, got an opportunity out in Chicago with a pretty good team, uh, and uh, he's won the job now. And I think you saw last night that given the opportunity and a decent supporting cast, Nick Foles can win you football games. Just I think the thing with Nick right now, he just has to avoid injury. He just has to stay healthy because that's been a problem for him during his career. But um, it was typical. I mean, he, he, he was clutch, made the plays that had to win you the game. Uh, and then at the end, gave credit to everybody else. Kept talking about team win. My teammates were great. It was, <laughs> it was the Nick Foles that we remember from 2017. Well, that, I mean, that's exactly like he sometimes it's not pretty. I mean, sometimes he'll have the NFC championship game and go ballistic. Right. Or sometimes he'll pull off a trick play in the Super Bowl. But a lot of times it's not pretty, but he finds a way to win at the end. And you talked about that clutch gene. Where do you think that comes from? Uh, it's been part of him from the get go. I remember when the Eagles drafted him. Uh, way back when, when Andy Reid drafted him way back when, uh, doing a story about his background and where he grew up and um, and in, in high school. I mean, he even had this tendency that uh, whenever you talk to his coaches or the guys that played with him back in high school, uh, it was all about how, how good he was in clutch situations, how good he was in big games. Uh, that statistically he wasn't necessarily going to be on anybody's All-American team. But when the game was there to be won, he made the plays that won it. And, uh, you know, that's been that's certainly been true of him when he was an Eagle, and it has never been more true than it was in 2017. Uh, and now, given another opportunity with the Chicago Bears, you know, I'd like to see him have it happen again. And, and what, could be, what could have been sweeter, really, than last night going head-to-head with Tom Brady again uh, and coming out on top? There aren't a whole lot of guys that can say they do that. Well, how surprised were you in the end when it was pretty apparent that Brady didn't know how many downs he had left to work with? 
yeah, that's uh, you, you, you never see that that uh, <laughs> that Brady, that Tom Brady of all people kind of let the game get away get away from him at the end. Um, I've never seen that. I mean, I've normally in situations like that, late in the game, decision making, Brady is as good as it gets. I mean, that's why he's Tom Brady. But um, you know, everybody can make a mistake and everybody can have a bad night. And Brady had one last night. But <laughs> you know, who knows? I mean, uh, you know, these these guys may meet again. Uh, these guys may meet again because I think Tampa Bay is going to be a playoff team. Yeah. Uh, and um, and it's, it's real possible that if Nick can stay healthy, the Bears could be a playoff team too. So they may get to do this dance one more time. Sure, certainly. Definitely can't rule it out. Uh, Ray, the Eagles would also like to be a playoff team. Uh, their season is off to a little bit of a slower start, but maybe they're turning in the right corner after last week's win. Um, how does the challenge this week for the Eagles compare and contrast to the challenge last week at San Francisco? Well, the biggest difference is uh, that the Steelers are healthy. Uh, the Steelers have, uh, you know, the, the Eagles, they they took a little bit of advantage of what is a pretty beat up San Francisco team. Uh, and they were able to win the game and you know, begin to begin talking about turning their season around. But, um, you know, you're catching the Steelers right now. They're undefeated. Uh, they're three and O and they've, they're coming off a bye week. They didn't plan for, but it is a bye week. Um, so they're healthy, they're undefeated and they too are thinking about the playoffs. You know, it's a little hard to evaluate the Steelers, uh, because even though they're three and O, you know, they've beaten the, the Giants, the Broncos, and Houston, who are a combined 1-11. and 11. So, you know, how good are the Steelers, really? Um, so I guess we'll find out. I guess the Eagles will find out this week. Do you think that the fans, because Pittsburgh is going to be welcoming in about 5,500 fans, do you think the fans will have an effect on this game? It's going to be the first time this season that the Eagles are playing in front of fans, and it's going to be the first time this season that the Steelers are having fans inside their home stadium, Heinz Field. Yeah, I, I don't, you know, I, I don't think five thousand fans is going to impact this very much. Um, I, I think the players once, once the game begins, the players are kind of they're, they're in their own zone anyway, uh, and there aren't enough fans there to generate enough noise that's going to attract much attention. You know, it'll be, you know, I mean, it'll be welcome for the players. I mean, when they come out of the tunnel, there'll actually be some live people there cheering for them. Um, but I don't think it's going to be a true home field advantage. Certainly not what you would normally expect when you go out to Pittsburgh and play in front of the Steelers fans at Heinz Field. That's, that's normally a pretty rowdy crowd, and it's normally a definite, definite home field advantage. Uh, I don't think it's going to be that this week. And the Eagles, you talk about that home field advantage for Pittsburgh. The Eagles have played there twice, and they have not won there. Is that one game in 04 where Donovan and T.O. Were, were not on the same page for many different reasons. And then there was uh, Andy Reid's last season in 2012 where they lost on a field goal at the end. So they're act they, are, they are winless at Heinz Field. So they're looking for their first win at Heinz Field this weekend. Um, Ray, what did the tape tell you about Carson Wentz? After watching over what Carson Wentz did against the 49ers, what did you see in the tape? Um, I think he played better than the numbers. I mean, if you look at his statistics, they're not eye-popping. They look kind of ordinary, actually. Uh, but I thought he played much better than that. And he made some really good throws. Uh, and he really, for the lack of a better term, he just really competed hard. I mean, that was not an easy game. Uh, and it, it certainly wasn't uh, a pretty game. But in key spots where he had to step up and make a big play, make a big throw, make a big run, uh, do what he had to do to keep the ball moving and keep his team in the game. He did it. 
you know, and I think that for him that for him that was important. I think for the team that was important. I mean, this was this was a game where where the quarterback really had to be kind of the team leader. And uh, you know, he took some he took some hits, uh, but he showed real toughness. He showed real grit. And uh, and I think it was a real positive step. I mean, even the week before the Cincinnati game, which nobody's going to remember very fondly. I mean, a tie against the Bengals, but. Uh, I thought there were some moments in that game, some individual plays that kind of were flashes of the old Carson Wentz, you know, breaking out of the pocket and shaking off pass rushers and making good throws on the run. Just uh, there was enough there that I thought there was that, that was kind of encouraging, and I think he built on that uh, out in San Francisco. There was a little more of that. There, you know, put a few of those back to back to back. So maybe he's getting back to being the Carson Wentz that we remember. Uh, last week's game, I thought, was certainly a step in that direction. But this week against the Steelers, it's going to be a bigger challenge because this is a this is a very very good defense. This is the best defense he's faced so far, and I think it's one of the best defenses in the league. So uh, looking at the stats, and you talked about that Steelers defense. Looking at the stats going into last night, uh, total defense, the Steelers were second. Rush rushing defense first. Passing defense, 12th. But we know that the Eagles' passing game isn't... I mean, Fulgham had a nice catch last week, and Hightower had a nice catch last week, but it's, you know, it's a little... It's not proven itself yet. So how, how daunting is that matchup of Carson Wentz and the Eagles' the Eagles run, run game, Miles Sanders included, going against that Pittsburgh defense? How daunting is it when you kind of see, like, the Eagles probably have to pass the ball well to win this game? Yeah, uh, it's going to be a challenge. Uh, every time you snap the ball, it's going to be a challenge because there's really there's really no weakness on that defense that I can see. I mean, they're really good at the line of scrimmage. The the down linemen are really really good. Uh, they're only allowing an average of two point seven yards per rush. Uh, their opponents are only averaging seven rushing first downs per game. I mean, those those are pretty good numbers. So they're very hard to run the ball against. Uh, the secondary uh, is very good. Hayden's a very good corner. Fitzpatrick is a uh, is a very very good safety. Uh, and then the real strength of this defense, and it's kind of typical Steelers defense in this respect, it's those two edge rushers. You know, if you've been following Steelers football, going all the way back to the Dick LeBeau days, I mean, it's always been those two guys, those two outside linebackers rushing the quarterback that uh, that are really kind of the, the scary part of it. I mean, you go back to Greg Lloyd and. Kevin Green, and then you had Joey Porter and Lamar Woodley and James Harrison, and I mean those are really good players who could take over a game. And Bud Dupree and T.J. Watt are very much in the same mold. Uh, that's when you when you get when you get to studying the Steelers and you start thinking about how you go about attacking them, uh, you really kind of have to start with those two guys. If you can't block Dupree and Watt, if you can't keep them off your quarterback then you're probably not going to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I'm just looking at the matchups. Jordan Mailata and Lane Johnson blocking Bud Dupree and T.J. Watt are huge matchups. matchups. What are other big matchups? Well, that's the big one, uh, is, is those two guys, those two guys on the edge against uh, your two tackles. And you, know, you got Jordan Mailata, who played, who played actually very well in San Francisco. I mean, that was very encouraging. Uh, he's going to be blocking Bud Dupree on the blind side, and that's, that's a tall order. Uh, Different kind of challenge for Mylotta. Last week he had a, a bigger, more veteran kind of player who uh, kind of went muscle to muscle with him, and that's the kind of battle Jordan Mylotta will win because he's bigger and stronger than just about everybody. Uh, Bud Dupree's not going to be that kind of guy. He's a lot quicker. He's a lot quicker off the ball. He's more explosive. Uh, 
And so this is, rather than being a strength matchup, this is going to be more of a, a speed kind of matchup. And um, a lot of proof last week that he can win. He can win the strength matchup. Now we'll see how he handles speed. Um, but as far as the other, as far as the other matchups, I don't. You know, it's going to be. It, it's going to be a game with the Eagles. If, if they're going to win this game, they're going to have to earn it every play. The the Steelers don't. They don't break down. They don't make mistakes. They don't give you easy yardage. They they make you earn every inch. They make you earn every inch on the ground. They make you earn every completion through the air. Uh, they're a very sound, well coached typically Pittsburgh Steeler kind of team. And then on the other side of the ball, it's going to be a lot about getting finding a way to get pressure on Ben Roethlisberger. You know, he missed most of last year, had major elbow surgery that a lot of people thought might end his career. But he's back, he's playing well. He's got seven touchdown passes, only one interception. And he's a little bit of a different version of Ben Roethlisberger now. He's, you know, back in his younger days, he was one of those guys that stood in the pocket and held the ball and took a lot of sacks, but uh, sort of fought off the pass rushers with his size and strength. But now, as he's gotten older and wiser, uh, he's getting the ball out of his hand a lot quicker. Uh, so that's it, it, it was never that easy to get him on the ground, but now the challenge is just getting to him before he gets rid of the ball because he's, uh, he's become much more of a, of a one-look, quick-throw kind of quarterback, but still a guy that uh, makes really good decisions and makes really good throws when he has to. So I look at I look at Pittsburgh having extra time. Um, I think that helps them. I think that works in their favor because of their game against Tennessee that got postponed. Pittsburgh's defense, as you mentioned, is sensational. Um, and and while the fans may not play a big part, um, I do think it may give the Steelers kind of like a little extra bit of jolt going into the game, knowing that they're actually playing in front of people rather than empty seats, or I don't know if they were using cutouts out there, but I think it may give them just a little bit of an extra jolt to know that there's people in the seats. So I, I, I think it's going to be a close game, but I think that the Eagles are going to lose 27-20. to 20. I think they need another week to prove that they can actually turn their season around rather than beat, as you mentioned, a depleted 49ers team. Uh, what's your prediction and final score? Uh, I, I kind of see it like you do, Dave. Uh, I think it's going to be, um, I think it's going to be close and I think it's going to be low scoring, uh, because the Steelers defense we know is, is really good. Uh, and the Eagles defense really with the exception of the Rams game has been, has been good this year. Uh, and they were, and they were very good. They were very, very good in San Francisco. So I think the Eagles defense is going to show up and play. So in in a season where it seems like every game is a, you know huge scores and lots of yards and lots of touchdowns, uh, it's been a very big offensive season so far in the NFL. I think this game is going to be sort of a turn back the clock game. This is going to be a lower scoring game. I'm a little bit surprised at the point spread. I mean, it opened at seven. Uh, Steelers are favored by seven, and it stayed at seven all week. Uh, I think that's high. I think this game plays within the seven, uh, and. I'm kind of with you. I think the Eagles are going to play hard. I think it's going to be close. Uh, but right now, I think the Steelers, top to bottom, are a sounder, stronger team. So I'm going to take the Steelers, but in a close one. I'm saying 20-17. to 20-17. to 17, Ray has the Steelers beating the Eagles by three points. Ray, it's always a pleasure uh, previewing games with you, and I look forward to breaking down Eagles-Steelers with you Monday morning. Thanks for the time, and have a nice weekend. All right, Dave. You do the same. Take care. Thanks. Take care. Hall of Famer Ray Dittinger of 94 WIP. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 